0: Hi, this is David Anderson from Soilwork and the Nightfighter Orchestra and you're listening to The Progcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Progcast. Today calling from... Sweden, I believe, is uh, David from Soilwork and the Nightflight Orchestra. Hi, David. Great to have you here on the podcast. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, th- let's start right with the big Soilwork news as this episode is gonna drop um, if everything goes to plan on December 3rd, one day later. There's gonna be a big release for soil work it's not going to be an album but it's a nevertheless a super epic affair it's an ep um and four of the songs are already out as singles um but there's a a, a fifth song on there that's a bit different from what soil work did uh, so far uh, so maybe you you could tell us a little bit uh about a Wisp of the Atlantic, the title track of the new EP.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's it's um it's a sixteen minute minute uh, epic, uh which uh it has lots of progressive elements to it, but still uh to me it's still quite catchy. At least parts of it. And, and um, it's, it's uh, our probably the most um, ambitious and pretentious song to date. And it's something that, I mean, I wrote all the music and the lyrics for all the songs on the EP. And, and especially A Wisp of the Atlantic is something that I've been wanting to do with soil work for a long time um, to create a, a, a real epic thing that sort of like combines a lot of um influences that you wouldn't will really, normally like associate with soil work and, and it's it's uh, uh i've always had a very diverse taste in music and li- listening to lots of you know um jazz fusion prog um and metal and, and you know uh, all kinds of just um to me, as I, as I grow older, there's I don't think about music and genres anymore. I just think of it as music, and and, um, and I guess this song is just a tiny bit of you know the noise that's going on in my head and in a more um, structured way, um, and I'm really happy that we got to do it, and I'm really pleased with how it came out so i just hope that uh (laughs) we won't scare people away with this share length of it i guess the listeners to this um podcast are a bit more used to that type of um that uh, you know those kind of songs
1: yeah, and I guess so too.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so what what did your bandmates uh say when you when you came up with the idea and presented it to them?
0: They were actually really enthusiastic as well. I mean it, we we um with our our new drummer Bastian um who, who joined us before Our last album back then, we have a really nice, uh, you know, creative atmosphere in the band, and um, everyone's really up for trying out new stuff. And and uh, they all thought it was a great, fun idea. And and, I mean, uh, with the state of the world right now, um, our our main goal has just been to keep being creative and, and um, you know, record stuff and and you know, release stuff and do videos and and uh, um, you know, stay in touch with the, our followers and fans. Uh, even though we can't play live, we can always try to entertain them in, in different ways. And that's both with the Nightfret orchestra and soul work that we. I mean. Since we can't go on tour we, we might as well just keep creating because who knows how long this will last and it's no use sitting around waiting for miracles to happen when you can have fun and, and
1: uh, you know do stuff. That's that's absolutely true. Um, so the first of the singles that are also on on the EP um that was a feverish and that was released uh, a year ago already so um before this whole thing went down um what what was the plan back then what, did you already have the plan of this like this single feverish trilogy and uh or did it just develop uh, step by step
0: yeah it it it, it developed very much in non, an organic um Kind of way um i uh, after releasing the last album verkligheten uh, we um, we had a lot of fun doing that and i felt that we had a good thing going and it, i mean it would be a shame to to not release anything uh, for a couple of years so so um i had the idea of doing a couple of standalone singles with Accompanying videos, so I wrote feverish and kind of like it felt kind of fresh and uh, slightly different. And and, um, and then I wrote Desperado and Death Diviner, and we had a like a small session recording those songs. And I I, um, came up with an idea for the videos and developed them with our video director uh, Renee Valdes. And and, uh, so. That was the start of the whole feverish Trinity thing and and um, the idea was to just have a you know a common theme and, and uh, a, kind of a, a some sort of storyline going through the whole thing and then <clears throat> then the pandemic happened and and um, um, all our summer festivals were cancelled, so I just felt that this was the perfect opportunity to finally um, write and record um that epic song i've been thinking about doing for quite a few years now um and of course that's i mean the whole uh dynamic thing of course it's it's like filtered down and 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 uh, you know affected the the whole direction and lyrically and and um so I guess it it became sort of like a, a um a cohesive theme like before and after and, and um you know, there's some sort of storyline and an overall message in it that's kind of hard to describe, but but um you know, it's everyone can interpret it how they want to.
1: Uh, yeah, b- between those uh, three singles and A Wisp of the Atlantic, there's the latest single, so to speak, The Nothingness and The Devil, and that's also um, a track that, for me, sonically, a little bit w- was a bridge between the singles now and then the epic that is going to be on the EP that uh, you guys out there will uh, be hearing uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Um as it has this uh super beautiful pink floyd like ending and i'm every time i'm listening to the P. actually i'm not i'm not sure if the if uh the 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 order of the tracks uh that i have here on my promo download is uh correct because it starts with the, a wisp of the atlantic then it's the three feverish singles and then the nothingness and the devil is that the correct track order
0: no <clears throat> i mean it, it... It actually should be the the um, a wisp of the Atlantic should should actually be the the um, final song. But at the same time, when we release the EP, it's going to be the first, you know, the one song on there that hasn't been released. So then the the label wanted to put it first, and that's fine with me. I mean, you can you can always watch the videos in the right order, or or um, you know. Um, just um...
1: do do your own playlist (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) on spotify where uh going back to the nothingness and the devil and this way i listened to it now the last uh couple of days since i got the the promo um i'm i always lose myself in 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 that outro of the nothingness and the devil i'm like i'm like damn i want a whole album sounding like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) um
0: yeah it would be lovely to do that kind of thing. I mean, I'm I really, I'm really fond of, you know, I really love playing slide guitar, and that whole it gives everything this whole dreamy character, and and, um, <clears throat> and I think that's something that's a bit unique for us. I mean, as a metal band, you don't really hear a lot of slide guitar on metal albums, but if you listen to All the albums we've done since I joined the band for *The Living Infinite* back in 2012, there's quite a few slide guitars on there. So, um, of course, I mean that whole Pink Floyd um, dreamy stuff. It's it's uh, always something I loved, and and it's nice to go from this like very energetic metal song into that dreamy outro.
1: Yeah, so in in a way, it works as uh, it works perfectly as well as a as the EP closer, so to speak, um, but also a wisp of the Atlantic, of course, has has a mellower ending. Uh, speaking about the instrumentation, I mean, looking or listening to the to the big epic title track, there is um, a little bit more going on than usual. There's there's some kind of jazz trumpet there. Uh, you who who played it. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's a, a friend of a friend who, who was just passing through town. He's a great um, trumpet player. So we just hired him to do some ad lib stuff. Um, and I think it's uh, it's actually a flugelhorn. Ah, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's it's, uh, it's really nice. It's a nice little... Um, adds uh, also kind of a different flavor, which you don't really hear often on... Um, on metal um productions
1: yeah yeah w- w- one thing i just uh, just remembered when when you were talking uh, about slide guitar a second ago um the slide guitar in metal particularly there's uh, i immediately was reminded of uh, a swedish guitar colleague of yours, it's uh, marcus Yedel from Avatarium who also mm. does nice uh, slide stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he's really good.
1: Um but I think as as well as for the for the last albums as also on the new uh EP you did more than just play the guitar and the and the and and do the songwriting. I mean, you're also um responsible for for the bass on the recordings, right?
0: Yeah. Um, on, on the last album, and I, I played all the bass. Um, I played all the bass on the, the feverish Trinity tracks, and, but for for the Nothingness and Devil and the um, A Wisp of the Atlantic, we brought in a good friend, uh, Rasmus. Uh, Ernborn, who's also like the live bassist, for he's a really good bassist and also plays uh fretless bass so there's um a lot of fretless bass um especially on the wisp of the Atlantic and it's also a, a really nice sound um, sir buts I mean that's also something you don't hear very often on on metal records ex- except for like Steve georgia from from Death Testament, and Testament, yeah uh,
1: um yeah this 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 tiny little bass solo of sorts uh, towards the end of, Whisper of the atlantic uh, it's just yeah it's it's marvelous
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's a fantastic player and um, a really good friend so it was really fun that he could um, contribute contribute
1: as well um yeah so so how was the the recording um process i mean we all know in sweden it was a little bit different you you guys didn't have these strict um a lockdown rules and any anything did you did you all meet in in the studio or did everyone record their stuff alone at home um no
0: no we were all in the studio uh, except for um um sylvain uh the other guitar player um he wasn't really able to come um so i i've done all the guitars on this ep but um Otherwise, we were all in the studio together, and so it's a very much a, a joint effort. It's really fun. With I mean, Bastian as a drummer is is really creative, and, and you know, you, usually when you record metal albums, you have a like a formula, like you you play the you record drums first, and then you just you just add tons and tons of rhythm guitars with the same sound, and then you you know. It's very formulaic. Whereas with with uh, Thomas Plek Johansson, our, our producer um, um, and our co-producer and uh, producer, engineer, it's, he's a really good friend of mine. And he's a total guitar guitar geek and, and has he has a great amp collection. So we experiment a lot with different guitar sounds and try to like make every you know between uh, not just just doubling everything. To the point where it's just a wall of sound we want to like bring out the, the wood and the strings in the room with guitar sound and, and change it around a bit so it's you know not necessarily that heavily distorted more like slightly cleaner than your average Smell album and then just make it a bit more organic sounding like you want to sound like an actual band playing in a room together
1: yeah that 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 also um ties in with the um yeah with the with the um songwriting uh decision to go for some more mellow and organic parts in contrast to the still present uh extremer parts right yeah yeah absolutely all right um Yeah, this is, uh, as you mentioned, you are not only with Soilwork, but you're also with the Night Flight Orchestra, obviously. (laughs) And uh, so, um, the Wisp of the Atlantic EP is not your first release this year. Actually, earlier this year, you released a new Night Flight uh, Orchestra album as well, Aromantic. How is the... um, Reception been for you. It was released end of February, I think
0: Yeah, no, it's it's been real good. I mean, we went we went on on a European tour um, uh, Quite soon after the release Uh, We managed to play like 11 dates and then the whole pandemic thing happened. So we had to cut the tour short and because the border starting started closing down and um, So we had to fly home and and um, most of us got sick with corona once we got home. Um, wow. so, so it was um, sort of like an anti climax. But the first, those first 11 dates that we managed to actually play were fantastic. And, and um, um, we've released um, another single a couple of months ago. And we have another single on the way. And we're almost finished with our next album, which hopefully will come out sometime during the spring. Of 2021, oh, so wow. keeping
1: busy, yeah. Wow, they're really productive. So the the single, the the one single that's out already, and the and the next single, uh, they are gonna end up on the album that's planned for the spring.
0: No, they're more like standalone There's, singles. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is also a, a very interesting topic, I think, as we're in the modern age of streaming and all and uh yeah i guess a lot of attention span like the album attention span uh, is getting lost more and more uh what are your thoughts on yeah releasing standalone singles compared to releasing full-length albums and everything
0: um well i think we're, we're um with both bands i think we're still going to continue to do both um it's really kind of liberating to be able to do standalone singles uh, and and uh, uh you know just to keep up your presence but at the same time most of us are in the band or in both bands are we're in we're at the age where we've grown up with full-length albums and that's I mean, there's a special magic about <laughs> releasing an album. Um, even if most people, or a lot of people, don't listen to albums the way we did when we were up, but it's still sort of like an album is a bit of a statement. Um, and and so, so it's. I'm, I'm thinking that it's nice to release singles for people who, who, who are more like, you know... Casual music lovers that like to have a nice song to add to the playlist, mm-hmm. and then I know we have fans who really, really like to to dig a bit deeper into what we do and, and really enjoy having the full, you know, experience of listening through a whole album. So, so um, um, I think it's we're we're still going to be be releasing full albums. Um, right now, but I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I guess the, the the future of of music is probably that we you can't just really get, get away with just releasing music anymore. People needs more than just music. People needs they need content. They need videos. They need like you know we want to create this whole micro cosmos for people that if you wanna wanna really. Uh, experience stuff what the stuff w- we do on, on different levels there should be like lots of content lots of um, thought-provoking details or, or uh, you know uh, interesting themes behind it uh, and then and, uh, and if you want to just you know add your favorite songs to a playlist and, and uh, listen to, those songs and have a beer and (laughs) enjoy life that should be a possibility too but I think the the whole you know consumption of media is changing and 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 I think I mean it's it's not a good thing or a bad thing it's just an inevitable thing that we we can't really do anything about Um, we just need to just like with a pandemic you just need to adjust and, and accept that things are the way they are, and and, um, um, and just make the most out of it, and with the
1: resources you have. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna go back to the topic of uh, playlists in a second. Um, you were just mentioning also the, the visual aspect with, with the videos again, so there's the four videos, of course, of the singles. Are you going to put out a video for a Wisp of the atlantic the 15 60 minute title track as well? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Awesome. I, I can't wait. Uh really uh yeah it's it's a great um yeah supplement as you said um uh, to and, and adds uh, a lot of uh, uh depth and and just more creative content uh, to it so i I really can't wait to see that um yeah finally uh furthermore after the release of um, a wisp of the atlantic uh, do you guys already have some ideas what you are going to do next now specifically uh uh, with with soil work as we already touched on the plans of the night flight orchestra
0: uh yeah we we've um We're starting to record a new album in January.
1: Great news.
0: Um, So hopefully we'll have a new work album out sometime after the summer. And um, I mean, I've written uh, a few songs and it feels good so far. Um, It's like always, it's gonna be slightly different, but uh, hopefully no one will be disappointed. It's gonna have all the Usual elements plus a few new elements, as always. Maybe a few more
1: Pink Floyd <laughs> passages. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, um, uh, there there will be a few of those too, but it's also going to be a lot of extreme stuff and, and you know everything in between.
1: Sounds amazing. Uh, I can't wait. But for now, we we'll have to do with the. Uh, a whisp of the Atlantic EP, which is already a lot to digest, as there's a lot going on in this. Um, yeah, half an hour, almost. No, it's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's more. It's like thirty it's, uh, th- eight minutes. Thirty. Uh, some, uh, other people uh, release thirty-minute albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know.
0: We could call it an album, but somehow it just felt right to call it an EP. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was. Um, it just became an EP but yeah it's like 10 minutes longer than rain and blood by slayer so um, <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> all right we have a little tradition here at the proc cast and that is that we like to end our interviews with a little section that we call what's in your walkman so I would like to ask you what you've been listening to, if there's anything you want to recommend to your fans and to our listeners. Um, <laughs> well, um, I've actually been
0: uh, <laughs> um, listening a lot to um, uh, modern <laughs> pop disco for the past couple of weeks. Um, okay. So, so. I'm really liking the new Kylie Minogue album, Disco. <laughs> okay. And the new album by Jesse Ware, What's Your Pleasure. Uh, I've listened a lot to to Kviel Attack, uh, the Norwegian band, their latest album, Split. Yeah. And um, uh, Necrophobic, the Swedish black death metal band. They're uh, not their last album but the album before that Mark of the Necrogram it's really great Um, I've been listening to a bit of Pat Matheny um, especially it's like Pat Matheny group um, live stuff from the 80s
1: actually I I I, um, I listened to to the to the newest uh, Pat Matheny album like a week ago or something or or, or two weeks ago and there's also an amazing epic 16 minute track on it and it after 10 minutes it just goes into a, an entirely new direction i didn't anticipate at all i will definitely go back to that as well and uh, so yeah that's that's also definitely a recommendation from my side oh
0: super yeah mm-hmm. he's, he's got i mean i've always loved him but he's, he's got a huge like catalog so it's it's um um
1: uh
0: you know there's always new stuff to discover in there. But I would definitely have a listen to that.
1: Yeah. Um, I have three little entries for the What's in Your Walkman section today. Um, when I was listening a little bit through the um, SolidWorks discography in the last week to prepare for this interview, there I think I w- it was... I was actually listening to... Um The Living Infinite, yeah. And there was there was a song or or a part that reminded me a lot of uh the Australians, Chaos Divine, who have an, they have a new album out as well this year. And my favorite song on that album is called Dead Rivers Flow. Yeah. And um then for me kinda tied with soy Work as I saw uh the the uh, co headline tour. Um, are the Finnish uh, Amorphis, <laughs> so yeah, this kind of uh, these two bands kind of go go along hand in hand for me. And uh, on their last album, there is one particular track I love very much, which was the last uh, official song I think on the album. There's some bonus tracks as well. Pirates on the coast. Mm-hmm. I really love that one and finally something also more electronic overall but it has a soil work connection and that is uh uh Sylvain, uh the other guitar player who plays also guitar on this epic track from uh synthwave artist Volkor X this is our planet now also a dope 2020 record to check out if you like okay. these uh, these uh synth uh wave stuff um super yeah so, uh, thank you so much, uh, David, for being on the show or for being on the broadcast, for taking the time. All the best for the release of A Wisp of the Atlantic on December 4th. And, yeah, looking forward to new stuff from both Soilwork and um, the Night Flight Orchestra. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, for our listeners, as always, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and listen to great music. The Progcast is a production of Stuus Media and is presented
0: by The Prog Space. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, Blake Lewis, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not an Elephant, and Van Kirsch does our graphics. New episodes of The Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite new releases from that week. For more interviews and reviews in the written form, check out theprogspace.com.